Thank you for listening to Reality Breached. Mission Impossible Fallout is coming out later this month in celebration of the release of the most recent Ethan Hunt adventure. Reality Breached is doing a retrospective of all Mission Impossible movies. In this episode, Reed and Sergio break down Mission Impossibles 1, 2, and 3. Enjoy. Okay, okay. And a three, a two, a one. Hi, hi, welcome to another episode of Reality Breached. Uh, I'm here, I'm, I'm Sergio, I'm your host. Um, I've, I've got, I've got Reed on the line. Hey, Reed. Hey, Sergio. I, I thought you were doing the red light thing where you don't say one, but you hesitated too long on saying one. <laughs> so I was like, oh, wait, we're not doing the red light thing. <laughs> you see, like, ideally I would have cut out all of the, 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 the counting, but now I can't. Yeah, because it was like three, two, and then you point at me. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, like it's, it's from Wayne's World. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's from Wayne's World. Okay, I thought it was just like a general TV practice thing. I'm sure it is. I'm sure that's what they're making fun of in the movie. Like where they they do the finger count of three, two, one, but then they don't verbally say one. Right. They show one, then point. Like, right. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of movies. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's roll, oh. roll roll right into this. We 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 have a lot of stuff to cover in a very short amount of time. I got notes. Reed's got notes. So, so last year, Robert Morris and I uh, sat down and watched every Fast and Furious movie, all eight of them, and we recorded like an epic two, like two episode long recap of the entire series. Uh, this year, uh, 2018, uh, <laughs> yeah, 2018, there there's a new there's a new Mission Impossible movie coming out. When's that come out? It comes out at the end of July. Like All the twenty right. seventh, uh, got a and, month and a half. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's called Mission Impossible Fallout. I so thought, like, is there like a radioactive situation going on in a bunch of vaults? I, I don't know. I haven't seen it. I haven't even seen the movies leading up to it. So I don't know. I had to make a Fallout reference to yeah, that. Yeah. Um. So I was like, Hey, Reed. Do, do, do you want to sit down and watch all of the, the, the Mission Impossible movies uh, and, and then discuss them on, on a podcast? And, 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 and what, was your, what was your reaction? What was your, your, your answer to that? I was pretty indifferent to it. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I said something about, I'm pretty sure I'll, I'm going to find all these movies middling, but I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, we'll see. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like... For some reason, I thought you would be into all these movies. I, you know, I, I think people put that on me. I don't know. I, I guess just because I've liked James Bond a lot, and I, I really enjoy those movies. But yeah. Yeah. Like these, Jason Bourne. You know, I never really got into these, or or the Jack Ryan stuff. Just never. You know, individually, certain things are cool, right? Like I like some of all fears. It was all right. <laughs> the sum of all fears. It had, wow. it had Morgan Freeman in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like, we're doing this. We're gonna we're gonna watch all of the Mission Impossible movies. Mission Impossible movies. Uh, and when we're done, we will have probably two episodes worth of us just bickering over whether or not these are good Tom Cruise movies. Mm. 
or how many of them are good Tom Cruise movies. That's true. That's true. Like this, this series has always been like I've seen the first two. I do remember watching the first two, and I as more movies came out, every time they would release one, I'd say, "Oh shit, they're still making those." Mm-hmm. Oh shit, there's another one. So like. G- Coming to them like this and watching all of them back to back to back, I, I feel like it's it's going to be this weird time travel thing where we, we oh yeah b- b- because the first movie came out in '96 and the new one is coming out this year. That's a what's that a 22 year two yeah damn yeah we're dated as fuck yeah we're old oh, man yeah oh no. And you talk about going through time travel. If if this movie is any representation of what you just said, yeah. Oh boy, for me, because those kind of some of those things, or at least old version, old style filming, really catches me funny. Because <laughs> they just do certain things, and I'm like, they why did they ever do this? Cr- what? Because like <laughs> since the since like the mid, early 2000s, they kind of stopped a lot of these practices. Yeah. Certain things that I'll point out, you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But boy, did they do it a lot before that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, well, boy. Well, 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 let's, 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 let's stop all the foreplay and just jump directly into the first movie. Uh-huh. 1996, uh, 1996's Mission Impossible, starring, uh-huh. Tom, starring Tom Cruise, uh, directed by Brian De Palma. Brian, what else, what's another popular movie he did? That, that name sounds familiar. Um, Brian De Palma. He. I figured uh, you had a oh, Google geez. link right there. Dressed to Kill. Um, the Untouchables. There we go. The there it is. Bonfire of the Vanities. No, 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 no. You hit it with Untouchables. That's that's the other noteworthy one. Okay. Okay. Probably. Um. Yeah. So that's it's that guy. So my very first note, and I wish I'd have gone back to look at this frame by, you know, as frame by frame as I could on a, on a video player. Yeah. Uh, and seeing if this was accurate or not. Mm-hmm. My very first note is, is the opening a trailer of the movie? <laughs> when they're doing the, uh, the intro, you know, they're doing the, the, the title screen and there's yeah. all these different images popping up. It looked like, and again, I didn't look back, and I wish I had, but it, they were like scenes. They from, were flashes from the of upcoming a, movie. <laughs> I guess I don't know, but they, it wasn't like just some weird random imagery of the characters or like distorted color, you know, weird color images of each actor or whatever. It was like a split second of characters doing a thing, of other characters doing a thing, and a fuse, and smoke, and mission, and just like what. What? Yeah, yeah, it 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 it, it, it was kind of weird. It, it did kind of read like a like a movie trailer. Yeah, like I I still said, what did I say? It's still cool. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I was just confused. I was like, I I don't remember the trailer or the the trailer. I don't remember the intro being that way. Yeah, like I I it, for, it, when I first turned the movie on, my first thought was, whoa. <laughs> This movie looks way older than I imagined it looking. Yeah, it it does. It like the the way shots are constructed, mm-hmm. like the, the the distance of the character to the room or showing of the room. It it's dated. 
it's definitely you you can look at this and a one from two years ago and be like, whoa, those that's a different era. Yeah, yeah, and and like Act One of the movie literally looks like something from 1975. <laughs> what what makes you say that? I, what, what just just like the visual stuff again? Like yeah, like like as you said, all how the shots are constructed, like the sets are very claustrophobic. Um, yeah, there you go. That's yeah, a good the, way. The, yeah. the, the lighting is kind of bad. The hairdos aren't necessarily '90s hairdos, but they're kind of bad. But the, or they're yeah, just kind of whatever. Yeah, you know. Like, okay. All, all the side characters are just kind of meh. Like, like, like there's side. They're, 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 they're here. Yeah, like there's there's literally a character that I don't think had a line of dialogue. Who do you think that is? The um. It was the woman who dies in the uh, the explosion. Oh, in the car. Yeah. Yeah, I think she. If she had any dialogue, it was like a couple of words. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. It was like a sentence at best, if not just okay. No, she did. She she had some line of dialogue in the uh, when they were going over the plan. Yeah. But it really was just some sort. It, if it, if assuming she did, it was really just some sort of confirmation or acknowledgement of someone else's dialogue or something. It, but that was it. Yeah, there was definitely nothing else. There was there was zero character development in in Act One. Zero. Uh, note number two: points for John Voight. Points? What do you Being mean? The, what do you mean by points for? Just John Voight's in the movie. I like John Voight. Yes, I knew you. I knew. I I knew you liked him. So, I, I enjoy him. Yeah, he. Uh, I, I don't know if he was any good in it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that he was any. I think he was serviceable. He just played a bad guy like John Voight plays. I don't know that his history of playing bad guys, but as soon as I saw John Voight in it, I don't know if it was an osmosis come to bubbling to the surface and telling me he's the bad guy, but I was like, John Voight's the bad guy. I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, next, moving along. Yeah, well, next thing. More notes, more notes. Cassette tapes, lol. <laughs> it's released in 96, man. I know, but still. That was like the and, heart and it, of the cassette tape era. And following that, I said, left self destructive tape in arm of plane chair. Everything was fine, but he was smoking. Maybe it masked it. Cause like so he puts the tape in there, watches it, just messes with self-destruct in five seconds. Yeah. That bitch starts smoking. Like li- okay, both bitches start smoking. The armchair where the tape was. Yeah. From that position, and John Boyd also pulls out a cigarette and starts smoking. Yeah. And all I can think is like I don't think that's how that works. Doesn't that armchair just like catch on fire eventually? Uh. But I. But I appreciate the smoking that he's doing to mask it. <laughs> Back in 1996, you could smoke on a plane. No, that's cool. I got that. I was I was on board with that. That that all that part made sense. But he was smoking I to hide the smoking from the tape. I, I, I no, no, it was a private plane. Like he'd have to worry about other people seeing it. Was it? Uh, I think. I don't. I don't think it was. Or like a or like a government funded plane. That that could be because I was about to say because come to the end of the very end of the movie and we'll touch back on this more later but come to the very end of the movie Ethan Hunt who says he's not doing it no more gets on a plane 
or yeah. is on a plane, the same stewardess offers him the same kind of deal yeah. that she offers John Voight. So I don't know. I, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, Emilio Estevez with facial hair. Yes. That's kind of weird. Like, I, I had forgotten Emilio Estevez is in that movie. And yeah. <laughs> he's in it for like a hot second. Uh, and, and this is all kind of covering the period where you were just talking about with the girl with no dialogue, so I'm just going to yeah. go through them. Okay. Uh, damn, close-ups are serious. Okay, w- what prompted that? They did. They did, They do a bunch of close-ups on the characters and their faces. Like, during that first part of the movie, or...? Kind of through... Not as much throughout the movie, but yeah, there's a couple of close-ups on different things where it's just like super close to the character's face and all i can think is like damn can 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 we back that up a little bit what come on pull reel the camera back a little bit (laughs) uh emilio estevez says hasta lasagna won't get on you stop (laughs) i was thinking the same thing i was like reed's reed's gonna mention that quote <laughs> Reed's gonna mention that stupid ass quote. <laughs> I almost missed it. I actually rewound the movie, or rewound. I actually picked back the movie to, like, what the fuck did he say? It, it was, yeah, it's like, Asta Lasagna, just don't get it on you, something like that. Yeah. And he's talking about the, the gum. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the, the explosive gum that, that comes up twice in the plot later. Right! Like, the fuck do you mean? He, he lost the guy that gave him the shit. Apparently he had more than one piece. Yeah, I guess it's a fucking pack. It's a whole pack. Whatever. <laughs> um, I always forget Tom Cruise is short. Oh yeah, Tom Cruise is short. There, There's a scene where he where he's disguised as the old senator. I'm going to say he's a senator. Mm-hmm. He's walking with the other girl, the short black-haired girl. Yeah. Um... And he's just standing next to her while they're trying to get into the, you know, access to the room. And I was sitting there thinking, like, damn, she's tall. Oh, wait, damn, he's short. I forgot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man. Uh, and this is when they're doing the fir- the caper, the first <laughs> thing where it all goes, before it goes awry. <laughs> the caper? Yeah. That's so floppy fucking disks, funny. LOL. Yeah, yeah. Like, the fuck you mean floppy disks? Um, I really thought this was going to come into play, and it does, but not at all like I initially thought, because, again, I don't remember much of the movie. Um, so when, so when everything starts going awry at the caper, and people start dying, and all that, John Boyd ends up getting shot, and we don't know by who, uh, the girl that, that they, they go after the disc, it all just kind of goes haywire real quick. Yeah. And, um... The Sarah, I think was her name, mm-hmm. Tom Cruise's chick, appeared to be chick. Yeah. She chases off after somebody who had the disc and then gets killed for it. He find, he eventually finds her and, and they see it, the, the, the mute girl, the mute agent, the no lines agent yeah. gets killed in a car explosion. Yeah. He eventually finds Sarah at the gate, picks up said knife that is in her stomach. Yeah. And I wrote, noob spy move, dummy, grabbing the murder weapon. 
<laughs> but little did you know that mm-hmm. he had to do that to figure it out later. Right. It and it did. That was actually that's that's good. That I actually really liked that. I was like, okay, okay, that's good continuity movie. <laughs> yeah, watching watching this first movie back again, I, this apparently I used to watch this movie in the video store all the time. Why do you think that? Because there's like there are like four or five scenes in it that are just so iconic and stuck out when they happened that I remembered seeing them over and over and over again. Dude, I think maybe two scenes in this movie are iconic from what I can understand. I'm not saying nothing else is, but that, I'm, well, I'll rephrase. Those are the only, they're only like two scenes I can remember from this movie. Yeah. Or, 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 or maybe, or maybe like we had the DVD at the video store and the DVD sat in, you know, the player and it just went through the, yeah, the, uh, the the menu over and over and over, playing those three scenes, mm-hmm. <laughs> or like the, the the three action moments, right? Because the, the 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 high wire thing. Oh yeah, that's one. Sure, that's that's the one everyone right that, talks that's about. The that's, iconic scene from the movie. Yeah, uh, the the second one that, that that hit me was when he threw the gum on the window at the uh, the the fish tank place. It's so funny and, you mentioned that. Yeah, and he fucking is he it explodes and he runs and there's all the water falling behind him. Yeah. Like my my note th- th- says that scene th- yeah. That gum explosion though. Never seen a slow motion fish tank scene so weird. <laughs> As opposed to all of the other slow motion fish tank scenes you've seen. I guess. Like it just was when I watched that, like I get that it's supposed to be impactful because of what's happening to him. But just seeing that scene, seeing what's going on in slow motion, I'm like, this seems real fucking dumb. What? Did he just blow up a yeah. fish tank? Is that what? Okay. Sure. But yeah, yeah. Like, ultimately, it was kind of a cool scene. And it was a really cool shot of him running away from the water. I guess. I guess I need to go rewatch it. I, I guess. But it just, it's just dumb. I guess. The, the third thing that, that stuck out in my, my mind when I saw it was the, the, the scene when the helicopter explodes and Tom Cruise, his body is flung onto the train. Oh yeah. D- don't worry. I got a note on that. Yeah. Like th- that, that's the third, third thing that really scratched my, uh, my nostalgia feels. <laughs> what, what was your note on it? Uh, we'll, we'll get to it. Well, okay. Well, I mean, I'll go. Let me go and I'll just go ahead. I'll go ahead. Let me see. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh. Okay. So <laughs> this is a lot of a note. This is a, I'm, and I'm gonna do it as, uh, you know, based on the tense of everything that I'm saying. This is a high speed train, by the way. Ethan gets flipped hard when gets flipped over hard when on the train, but when he gets pushed off the side, he's able to still grab onto something? Hmm. And damn, why'd Voight shoot Claire? I don't get it. I guess not to share the money with her? How is this 50-something-year-old dude doing this? And what? How does momentum work? How do explosions work again? Like... 
the, the, the actually the explosion kind of makes sense. Like in my head, that makes sense, right? It propels him forward to the train. Yeah. But like, really? He's but he was not being propelled forward from a from a dead stop. No, I get that. He was, he was already moving at the speed of the train. But like, he lets go. Doesn't he let go of the helicopter and then gets exploded forward? Or flings himself yeah. forward as best he can? Yeah. I just don't understand how fucking explosions work. Is it? That's it. Because, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it had to propel him directly, you know, more or less in a very narrow cone forward. Why did yes. that bitch push him to the left? You know, into the fucking Well, because wall. they needed to make a sequel. God damn it. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it, 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 it was kind of dumb. Yeah, but but that's that's why I want to watch these movies because of these stupid ass action scenes that don't make any sense and Tom Cruise just being like, "All right, let's do it." The the whole him falling off the side and actually catching on like in this high speed chase because we've talked about this before. It's like physics are some of the things that really just bother me, and and I understand. Yeah. I can take a lot of things into disbelief and understand that like that kind of shit just always stands out to me if, if this thing's going so fast and he gets knocked off the side of the train like the fuck do you mean he grabbed onto something like what are the odds of that i don't know it's like something has to be thrilling man i know i know and then i was so happy it was ving rames and leon the professional that was cool <laughs> like apparently Ving Rhames is like he's the only other constant. Yeah, I, I thought he's he, he's in all the other movies. Yeah, when I when this first started, I was like, wait, isn't Ving Rhames in this? I guess he's in the second one because I mean Ethan Hunt's the whole team dies in this one, so he has to remake. So I guess I guess that's where Ving Rhames is. But no, come yeah, cool. yeah. Um, there are two other th- two things I want to hit. One. This movie was more confusing than it really should have been. I, I think certain parts definitely were a little bit. Like I had to, I had to pull a read and rewind it a couple times. All right, like on on what? Can you remember at least one that was really that was confusing? Uh, like like towards the end uh-huh. when uh when they were when he was meeting Max on the train. Yeah. And having to know. They're having Ving Rhames there and him going to a certain room for a certain reason to, to, to meet whoever the other person. I'm like, why is he doing this? Wait, why is, what is, do, why is who doing what? Why is, why is Ethan going to this other room? Why does he have to go in there? Why can't he just do this here? Uh, why is he giving them the actual data? Like, I, I, it, 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 it took me longer than it should have to actually figure out why each step was taken. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, some of that I, Pretty, either picked it up immediately from the moment or it was like, oh yeah, he told Ving Rhames he don't let it get out in the open and that was the case of the phone and then we figure out the phone's a jammer like, oh okay that's what he's doing and he's trying to lure whoever Job is to the you know, to the baggage car because she knows who he is and now he wants the money and this, you know Yeah, and it had to be the real list because then that's when she would reveal where the money was hidden which right. is also where the other guy would be like yeah and she tells him that now that that is actually kind of an interesting thing to think about a little bit like 
she and I guess you're just supposed to assume that he knows Job, and they didn't really point this out. And I guess you're just supposed to figure it out. I don't know. They never really point out. No, no, you do. Okay, never mind. I was about to say that they never really pointed out Voight was Job, but you, you know it because of the whole Bible discovery. Yeah, yeah, which is also confusing that, to me. It, yeah, it was. I was in the beginning. I need to go back and rewatch it. Did he say he went to Chicago? Yes. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess that's... Yeah, like, but, yeah. But, but, but the thing is, is he found a Bible. Yeah, in in the meeting place where they were supposed... where they've been using. Yeah. From the beginning of the he, movie. And he happens to open it and see that the Gideons dropped it off in Chicago. The same hotel... Like... I don't know. I don't know. Just weird. Like, like I think it I don't want to say that a was a. I don't want to say it's a logic leap. I I would say it kind of is actually since you say that. Yeah, like, like okay. I I guess I can understand how how you come to that conclusion. But geez, that's a stretch, man. It it I think it is a little bit too. Like it's it's not if somehow that information was recalled to you. Like if so, if he saw that right, if he saw the Bible entry mm-hmm. and then talk to claire and it, and i don't care how it gets said by her but let's just say it does some way that she points out yeah you remember when john voight went to when before our first mission he went to chicago 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 and he remembers <laughs> chicago, back to, go, 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 go. yeah yeah he remembers <laughs> back to the bible and the bible was in that room and you know they never they should have shown they should have had john voight say some biblical passage or something just one yeah i don't know i don't and know and it and it would have just they could have made that come together and not seem so leapy for sure yeah it was it was it was very 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 leapy and 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 the other thing i wanted to 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 note was john voigt's character jim jim phelps was it phelps yeah something like that jim phelps is actually a character from the original Mission Impossible TV show. Oh, really? Yeah. Like just like a the... random character, or is he? No, no, he's he's a basically... recurring character. Yeah, he's one of the. I, I, I'm not 100 percent sure on this, but he's one of the main characters. And according to Wikipedia, he was on the show for six years. I wonder if that kind of you know helps it tie in because because Kit. Uh, Kittredge, the other, what the fuck is their group called? IMF? I- IMF, yeah. Okay. He points out that Max gets a hold of people, gets a hold of agents and lures them in and blah, blah, blah. So maybe that really does help tie it into the show where, yeah. you know, uh, Phelps has been there for so long. Maxine gets a hold of him and all this, you know, everything ensues from that. Because he's been this long-standing character, long-standing agent, I guess. Yeah, Which, yeah, that yeah. Is cool. Like, like that's cool. That is, it's really cool that, that, like, they didn't have to do that. Yeah, but that's a, you know, if they could fucking do that, why couldn't they do the Chicago thing better, man? <laughs> Pull this character out of obscurity. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Okay. Well, that's pretty much the movie. You have any more notes on that, Reed? I uh, I do. I have a few key notes I'd like to rummage through real quick i, I won't read them okay, all okay. just a couple of specific. yeah make, make them quick all right were his when he was hanging up you know hanging doing the computer were his feet on a wire or just his waist in the front of him 
just a waste. Because, damn, that's some leg strength to have your feet arched up like that the whole fucking time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I think it was just one, I think it was just one rope. Yeah, I, I thought it was either his waist and or maybe at his shoulders. Yeah. You know, and that's some crazy strength that he had to have to even maintain that position when he fell almost to the floor. Uh, bruh, magic tricks are so fucking cool. Ma- magic where was, tricks, when, when, he's there? Doing, when he's doing the sleight of hand stuff. Oh, so- magic, tri- magic tricks aren't cool. Shut up. Shut up. Shut Who up. told you that? I, I told my damn self that. Um, it was a really cool reveal when Ethan Hunt's putting it together that John Boyd did it. The, the way that he's, he's talking to him as if it's Kittredge, right? Right. That's what Voigt tells him. And he's verbalizing his thoughts as if it's Kittredge. But, mm-hmm. you know, we're obviously seeing his thoughts and that he, the whole time, He's thinking it's him and figuring out how he did it. I thought that yeah. that's that's a cool reveal for the character to, you know, we know he fig- he's fig- going to figure it out, but like this is just a neat way to show it. Yeah, as yeah, a- I, I I liked that. I was confused for. You have to really pay attention to this movie because I think you do. I was like checking yes. my phone or something when that first started, and I'm like, why is he telling him about how he did it? I don't. I'm confused. Yeah, yeah, he, but, he, but, he's but following. It hit me finally. Yeah, he's playing along with it, and in his head, he's playing out how Voight and Claire did it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ving Rhames can dress like a motherfucker. <laughs> that dude always looks like a baller in this movie. Um, yeah, yeah. Last one. That very, and this is a note slash. I really, really did want to point this out. That very last couple of seconds when the music kicks in and he accepts that, that cassette from the stewardess. With the, with the violins, like. Yeah. That shit was so good. Dude, that theme song is dope. I, when that, when he, when that happened, I had such a big dumb smile on my face. And that was like the best reaction to, for me, the whole movie. Yeah. When that yeah. music just chimed in and he start and he's got that little smirk on his face, I'm like, oh, okay, all right, movie, you got me here. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you. All right. That makes me that makes me feel really good. Like like knowing that I have you on the hook to watch all fucking six of these movies. You getting a little like uh, giddy. I, I really like a little you know get getting a little boner there at the end of the movie. Like good. Like use that in the next movie because Mission Impossible Two is. Oh, it's it's a film. Oh, it's a fucking film. <laughs> the only it, so is is uh, shit. Damn, I can't remember his name. So Anthony Hopkins. He's he's the John Voight in the next movie. Not I don't I, I don't know I, what his character does or anything, but he's like the next like group leader old guy, right? I believe so. Okay. Uh, uh, it's been a long time since I've seen that one as well, but I remember it being very John Wooey. Oh yeah, there there was like one or two the one or two of the early ones that were like I, I guess like like face off. Is that John Woo as well? Uh, I don't think so. Like the Rock and I don't know. No, no the Rock's Michael Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Um, but like like slow. Motion, oh no, face yeah, face off. Pigeon. Broken Arrow. Broken. Hard Target. Oh yeah. Broken Arrow. Oh my God. Yeah yeah. You're gonna have like. 
fucking slow motion pigeons coming out of the jungle. Those would be dove. Those are doves. Dove. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Slow motion dove action uh, is. That's how I would describe John Woo movies. Oh my gosh. So yeah, up next is Mission Impossible Two. So we're gonna watch that and then we'll reconvene uh, and talk about Tom Cruise with long hair. Oh yeah, he does he continue to have long hair? In the rest I of think it's movies? just the one movie, just the one movie. All right, we'll see. Very luscious feminine hair. <laughs> he was doing Last Samurai around this time, I'm sure. <laughs> he was contractually obligated. Oh, God. All right. And that does it for that movie. Cool. I'm sure I put some sort of Mission Impossible music in between these two segments that we're recording. Most likely, this one, I put uh, that Limp Biscuit song, Take a Look Around. Which was, Is that the one that play at the credits? Yeah, well, it's the second song that plays in the credits. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the, the, they use the, the Mission Impossible in like a, uh-huh. like a trashy new metal song. We're moving to Mission Impossible 2. I, I would say the crown jewel of the Mission Impossible movies. Dude, it, this, it really kind of is. Have, haven't seen the third one at this point. Not seen 4 or 5 yet. I can only assume 4 and 5 are sim- more similar to 3. But yeah, this is by far the most ludicrous fucking one they got. Oh, yes. It's so bad. And good. <laughs> it Oh, I don't... Uh, it's bad. it's a lot of bad. Okay, so, so so let's set this up. Uh, Ethan Ethan Hunt is back, mm-hmm. which is Tom Cruise, of course. I'm gonna find my notes. He's on vacation in okay. I, I think it's like Idaho or Utah or I don't know somewhere, and he's climbing. He's, he's, he's rock mountains. climbing. Mm-hmm. And there's what a ten minute scene of him just rock climbing, and something like that, doing like crazy jumps from rock to rock. It did. Wasn't the whole? Didn't he do that himself or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, were, there, were, like there weren't really the any stuntmen, uh, and and the um, production company was not happy with uh, how dangerous it was. Apparently, yeah. But I'll, I'm, I'll give Tom Cruise that. Oh yeah, yeah. he he is always up to do his own stunts. Got some boss because I'd have been dead, just dead. <laughs> Like even that position, so he kind of gets into like a he rests in a in a cra- in a crevice of the wo- of the mountain. Yeah, like he's got his knees bent, lean back. I'd just be dead right there, just because I'd somehow I'd be stuck or I'd fall. 
I'm just dead. Yeah, yeah. Like just just a, just a needlessly aggro like look at me. I'm a yeah. badass. Look at look at my hair <laughs> flowing in the wind. It's just it's just so needless. There's no reason for for it to be so over the top. There's there's probably not. Uh, but he's so so he's back. Um, let's see who else is back in this movie. Um, Ving Rams. Are, are we are we trying to go in order or anything? Because we did skip the opening. Oh what oh what's the opening? I forget. Oh the yeah, the whole plane. The whole plane. Oh the the plane with the the the, the chimera virus. Yeah. Like what, I don't know why this is the thing that stuck out to me in the whole plane situation. Well, two things did. When he killed the the geneticist, I guess is what it, whatever it is, the scientist. Yeah, yeah. Call him that. Um, so I don't offend anybody. Uh, he like breaks his neck at some point, and it is the most quiet neck break I've ever heard in a movie. I think <laughs> they make they they do no noise, not even a noise of like body on body movement or or physical anything like you know you got some movies or tv shows where they'll actually you'll do it here crack for the breakneck for the yeah. neck break i'm not even saying they had to do that but it's just the most silent body on body action because <laughs> even in movies or tv shows when another character punches somebody or when a character punches another character they add a noise to that right yeah yeah and they what why is this the way it is I don't know. It's like a stealth game neck crack. I guess. <laughs> I guess. And somehow the so they so they end up taking over the plane to get this virus from the scientist. Yeah. And, and the pot the pilot's part of it. Yeah. So And and they do well, it and they do it under the guise that it's that it's uh Ethan. Yeah. Uh who had who had built the Ethan trust Hunt. with the yeah, with the geneticist guy and then Mm -hmm. they they pulled a Mission Impossible on us and had him pull his face off and it wasn't Ethan Hunt dude don't at some point we need to talk about the masks because that shit I want them to explain it oh like the uh, the mask scene in this movie like the 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 big the big mask scene at the end it is quite possibly the best thing I've seen so far like best as in shit or like it's, it's actually good. It's like a fine line between are, both of those things. Are you sure? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> because it's oh, without a doubt it is shit. Saying. Without a doubt it's shit. Okay. Okay. But okay, it that's, is that's fine. so gloriously shit. Oh, okay. All right. I can I can accept that. <laughs> I can accept yeah. that. Yeah. Like. Uh, okay, let's just go ahead and talk about it. So, at the end of the movie. We're jumping so far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so like at the end of the movie, Ethan apparently has just masks in his pocket. Yeah, he just got them. He's just carrying around yeah. with him. Mm-hmm. One of and duct tape and duct tape. One of the person that he's fighting, and one yeah, the main henchman. Yes, the main henchman, and then one of himself. Yeah, just just he's just got him with him. Mm-hmm. And. It, th- th- it this all happens off camera, but he puts his face on the other dude and the henchman's face on his face. Very quickly. Very quickly. Too, and if he, you consider what happened first before they do all this. Yeah, yeah, and and he does it with the the henchman being basically incapacitated and also duct taped. 
like his mouth is duct taped closed. Yeah. And he changes clothes with the guy. And he changes clothes with the guy. Like it's and puts his clothes on him so quickly. Yep. Yeah. Just so convenient and quick. I mm-hmm. fucking love it, man. And some and and oddly enough, my problem with all, all everything you just said, I can accept the stupidity of all this. <laughs> my problem is is that the villain, the main bad guy doesn't recognize anything suspicious. He's like, because cause Ethan Hunt, disguised as the henchman, just says, yeah, it must have broken his fucking jaw. You know, because that's why he can't, that's why he's not opening his mouth, why he's grunting. Yeah. Like, what? Do you see this dude's <laughs> face? It's not visibly fucked up in any context. What? <laughs> you're, you're just a dumb villain. Like, I'm fine with him getting, getting away with everything, yeah. but like that the villain doesn't even, isn't even suspicious. He's just like, oh good, he doesn't get to say any shit back. Stomp, stomp, stomp. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. It's like it was real dumb. Yeah. <sighs> but like the, the the reveal was so good though. But it's it, a good reveal, but oh, it's so it's so You know what? No. No it wasn't. It wasn't. What, it wasn't a good reveal cuz we know. You you have to be stupid to have not known that that was the case. You had to be. Okay, well then just I'm stupid then. Oh, did you really not think that was Ethan Hunt? It didn't occur to I'm me. Stuck. Like it didn't occur to me until, oh, like, until, uh, like, until he shot him, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Oh no! Yeah, you, you. I was you just thinking, "Oh, there's, there's a way he's gonna get out of this." No. And, no. And and, and, then, and then he shot him, and I was like, "Oh, then that must be oh boy." And okay. Oh, it was <laughs> like I don't I don't give myself a lot of credit on seeing shit coming that much. Pun intended. Yeah. But like that shit was so hyper transparent to me. It's like as soon as he comes in the room in that way, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm sure he has a dumb mask. <laughs> and 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 the stupid voice changing like filament oh, thing yeah. on the throat, like it's all uh-huh. so science fictiony. Like, and that's that's fine. But how does that work? Not, not even the throat thing. I can just let that go, right? It's just something modulating your, your fucking trachea or some crap. Fine. Okay, whatever. I don't care. I do care, however, though, what is this mask? Like, is it literally co- encompassing my head? Yes. With the person's hair and everything? Yes. Because you'll just see these dudes just rip the mask off from the side, right? From the side. Go from left to right, and the whole thing's just off my head. That's not how that works. That's not how the physics of a mask would work that encompass my head. I, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't either. I don't know. I don't. I don't know either. And that's fine. But I guess that's stupid. There were, there were four different mask poles in this movie. I think yeah, there were because there what there's one on. So Hugh is the blonde-haired henchman. Yeah, that's his name. Hugh. There's yeah. that one. There's the one on. There's the one on Hugh himself with Tom Cruise's face. Yeah. Then there's the one at the beginning. Is there another one? Yeah, yeah. Oh when, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, yeah. When, when, Ambrose, uh, right? Ambrose I, uh, is faking yeah. to be him. Yeah. yeah, which that that one I that one I called. I was like, okay, that's probably old boy. See, and I thought at first for just a second, I was like, oh, that's okay. That's actually Ethan. Okay, but then it was like, oh. Okay, no. 
this this goes <laughs> against what he said he would do. So yeah. Uh, uh, but but okay. Let's let's talk about John Wooey. John Wooey shit in this movie. Oh boy, let me try and jump to that somewhere. I'm, I'm listening to you. Though. So so John, obviously, this is the only movie in the series directed by John Woo. And mm-hmm. if in, anyone who is familiar with John Woo's work, uh, which would be let's see, Face Off, Broken Arrow, Hard Target, um, Wind Talkers, Paycheck. Paycheck is a superbly terrible movie. Um, but his movies are very uh, hard drama. There's a lot of hard drama in them. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of slow motion. There's a lot of uh, doves and pigeons. Like, They're... everything is treated as if it is the most dramatic sequence happening on the screen ever. Yeah, like... You talk about that. I think the first instance of that in this movie is when she gets off the boat in front of Ambrose. No, that's not. That is, not, that is not the first time. But <laughs> but oh. you're bringing up the most memorable time. It's not the first time. Is when he's on that damn um, uh, when he's on the damn what's it called um, when he's on the the, the mountainside. Mm-hmm. And like all of that slow motion and super, super zoom, oh yeah, yeah, zoom in shit on on Tom Cruise's face, like all of that is John Woo. Oh, uh, you want to talk about close-ups? I got you. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, go back to the the scene you were talking about. Yeah, that's and I just rewatched it just because it was so it was so crucial. There's so much going on in this scene that's so bad because Tom Cruise is in fact loves this girl and he just met her. Yeah. You know, they had sex once, I guess, whatever. But he's just so in love with her already. He doesn't want her to do this whole mission. So it's hard for Anthony Hopkins to even get him to do it. Fine. It all happened. They get her in jail, and Ambrose gets her out, and this is where we are now. And during this whole time, like, the satellite's trying to come up, and Tom Cruise is angsty, like, why is this taking so long? Like, what the fuck does it matter? Like, what are you... And then she's walking to Ambrose across a pier. Yeah. And it... And I guess we're supposed to believe that sh- the shit could hit the fan right now, right? I guess that's what know. they're leading us we to think. We don't know, but it's dramatic. It's so we don't know. It's it's so dramatic, and it's like it can't happen. That it won't happen that way. That's not what. That's just it's. God, oh my god, it's so dumb. Every second, every second is a dramatic. Every second. every sec every second, especially when that scarf comes off her fucking neck. <laughs> And that boy just like Ambrose just snatches yeah. it the fuck up, yeah, and puts it back on her like midair. See, do, uh, do you know how many cameras were probably on them? Because I'm sure it cut. Uh, there were like two or three cuts <laughs> watching that stupid ass scarf. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, dude. Uh, well, it's that's, it's that's, it's so glorious, man. It, so many so many times. So tense for no reason. <laughs> Yes. It hasn't. Nothing is earned for that scene to be tense. We have no perception of the type of person that Ambrose is. All we know is that Ethan Hunt loves this girl. Yeah, and so does Ambrose because they established that they had had a relationship. Yeah. So like, right? We have no reason to believe that he's gonna know she was sent there. Yeah, let alone no reason to think he's gonna hurt her. Right. Like, be suspicious? Maybe. Whatever. That's fine. But certainly not hurt her. 
completely in that, not, not in that you're moment. Right. You're right. <laughs> Man. God damn it. Uh, then, okay, okay. So, I'm not even going to try to go through this in chronologically. Let's let's jump uh-huh. to let's jump to the the helicopter break in to try to destroy all of the Chimera virus. Well, hold on. Since you were talking about John Woo, the the two dove moments at the end. Yeah. When he's like going through the the compound. Yeah. Dude, are you fucking kidding me? Did two doves really just like fucking <laughs> give away the super spa? Are you fucking telling me that, dude? He's like in the hallway, way up in the way up in the hallway on a pipe or some shit, hanging out, and a dove's just there, like. Ooh. No, okay, Ooh. okay, no, those were all Ooh. pigeons. Those were pigeons. Okay. <laughs> but there was there was that I one scene. I remember making a joke. Yeah, 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 where he busts into the room, and as he pops in the room, a pit, a dove flies flies out. Like, yes. Yeah. Like like Tom Cruise's superpower was releasing doves. Oh my god. <laughs> I fucking hate all of that. Every every minute of it, it's just awful. Oh, I swear, like I should I should find all of the dove scenes in all of the. Uh, um, John Woo movies and uh-huh. recut them into a Dove commercial for soap. Dude, yes, I should I should do that. Let's talk about let's talk about the uh, the Chimera scene. All right, the the most important thing to, to that whole scene to me, or the thing that stood out the most, is when he's on that cable coming off the helicopter. Yeah, into the vents or trying to, and like when he's descending. They zoom in, they close up on the fucking cable roll <laughs> and slow-mo it. Yep, yep. There is nothing else. There's no, not a character <laughs> in that shot. There is no reason for us to assume the cable should fuck up. Like, I, I just There's don't, nothing. I don't understand why he had to have a cable in the first place. I mean, he's got a bungee somehow. He's got to, like... A, like hit, you know, stop. Like, he, he could have had two, he could have had two parachutes with him. What do you mean parachute? Can you parachute in that? Yeah. I don't think you can do that. Yeah. As long as you're not moving really fast, a parachute will do the job easily. Yeah, but you can't really, like, stop yourself properly, can you? Yeah. Well, he he's, uh, he's, he's stopping when he hits the ground. Maybe he didn't want to hit... Maybe maybe we don't understand enough about parachutes. Maybe, just, maybe we don't. It, it, it's, again, just... Dumb plot things that make it more dramatic than it has to be. Yeah, now that might be true. I, I do think parachutes, like you have to have a tremendous amount of height to uh, to like not break your fucking legs when you uh, but, hit the ground. Well, yeah, but that it depends on how fast you're but moving. It it does. Plus, this is a movie, and who cares about legs getting broken because of physics? Oh, uh, right, 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 right. Yeah. You know, so, Ethan Hunt doesn't break his legs. <laughs> uh, and, of, and of course they have to have another scene where he like flat he flat bodies on the cable like he did in the first movie yeah yeah it's like hey remember when he did this six years ago yeah <laughs> or four years ago or how how however long it was ago yeah it's, uh, I think it was four years and then let's see Tandy Newton then Hold on, who the fuck is Tanny Newton? Tanny Newton is she plays the uh of uh, uh, Naya. Oh, Naya. Okay. Yeah, Tanny Newton. Before we get to her, okay, how does glass cutting work? Not the way it worked in this movie. 
Cause that that okay, thank you. Cause when he like cuts open that glass and and nothing happens, I'm like, that's I'm, not how that works. I'm I don't think I, like I'm not up on laser technology, but I'm pretty uh, sure you can't cut glass with a laser. And he, well, fine, let's just say that you can, right? For the sake of argument, you can. If you laser it, and then you're able to lift it up, and there be a hole. Then it should have fallen through. Not if you laser it at an angle. Really? Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, yeah. I, but but yeah. to be fair, I had the exact same thought. Okay. I had, I mean, the, I had I, the same I'll, thought. I'll, then I thought about the physics of it. It's like, oh, just angle it a little bit. It'll be fine. Yeah, and and that 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 is fair. But and no, we're not given any reason to think that. So. It's still stupid. And besides, if the laser is strong enough to cut through glass at such a small distance, wouldn't the laser just keep going and just wreak havoc on whatever else it hits after that? Sure. Maybe? Because it didn't look like that glass was, like, super thick. Yeah, you know, like bulletproof know. glass or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. It, 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 yeah. it, was, it was one of those spy things. Yeah. Dumb spy gadgets. So so she um, yeah. infects herself with a chimera virus in an effort to not die or get Ethan killed and that's where this like that's the point where the plot just completely spins out of control cuz they and, and I'm a, just, go, go ahead. because they never really explain why she has to be alive or why she can't be dead and them still not get what they need or like <clears throat> there's nothing I'd like, assume. I mean, she at least needs to be... You can at least assume she needs to be alive to extract the virus. Not if you just it, take the blood from her. Like, pull the blood from no, her I'm not, and go. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not saying you can't do that, but that's at least why in that very moment they don't kill her. Or or does the does the virus not activate for 20, 20 hours? Is she... Like, other than direct injection, how is this transmitted? Is it transmitted in yeah. a way that is a problem if she dies in Sydney. Like, there's so many different holes it, in that. Yeah. It, it. I think everything is, except, like, the bit where once it activates on her after the 20 hours, it can spread. It is It is hugely contagious. They make that kind of clear with, like, they show some guy example, or some guy's an example who dies from it, and he's, like, quarantined and all. And so is the... Uh, so is uh oh shit there were five mask Moody. pulls oh, oh yeah oh shit that's right because Ethan Hunt had one on when he was interrogating Moody what when he was interrogating the biotech guy or whatever biosis yeah he yeah you're right that was another one oh man okay all right but yeah that and that's Alistair Moody by the way from Harry Potter if you remember I don't the 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 CF the 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 business guy that they were dealing with. Yeah. And Alistair Moody was the, uh, he's the guy with the one glass eye in Harry Potter and Golden Goblet of Fire and on. Okay. okay never mind. Yeah, I don't remember that. Okay. But yeah, they, they're, they're, it's still not real. I don't know that it's directly told, but there is implication that it's very contagious once yeah. the subject reaches mass, critical mass. But didn't she reach critical mass? No, she doesn't. No, she, she doesn't. She doesn't? She just looked sick as shit? She just looked... Yeah, she is on the verge of it. Like, by the time they get her the vaccine, she is. She has very little time left. So, yeah, she is getting sickly. But they very much made it clear that, like, 
up to 20 hours, you're okay. Or at least you're not contagious. You're uh, So everything activates after 20 hours. One, you're contagious. Two, yeah. you're going to die. Three, physically you look like shit. Yes. Now, I don't know how often... I don't know how quickly the contagious part happens, of course, but like you're on a path to shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're on God, a path to death, so and, fucking... and yeah, it's dumb. It's so it fucking is. convenient. And and it, you, it's funny you say that about everything falls apart at this point. The first thing that fell apart for me is when he's in there trying to. This is just before, really, but he's in there going in that facility, taking out all the viruses and stuff. Yeah. This dude's got on gloves. Now, hear me out here. Give me a second. He's got on gloves working these keyboards. I want those kind of gloves. Dude, I have a hard enough time lighting a fucking cigarette while I'm wearing gloves. I don't know how he can type on a keyboard. I just don't understand it. Those <laughs> must be some amazing gloves. That, that's, that's where it falls apart for you? It, it really kind of does. And it, I know that's dumb. Fucking dumb. <laughs> and I love being Reigns. And this is, I think this is pretty after the scene. Or it is after all the six during all the explosions and stuff of the mm-hmm. fight between them. Yeah, Vink Rames is in a van, and that van gets exploded. Yes. And I love Vink Rames in these movies, but fuck no, he did not live. <laughs> he he got out. He was out of he was out of the explosion area. He did get out. That's what the movie would like you to believe. But they also want you to believe that you're stupid and can't see that because it exp- like he can't get out in time. He, even if he can get out, he's getting out of the car and it's immediately exploding. Immediately. And he should be pushed into an ongoing fucking bullet train. Directly. <laughs> no left or right veering or nothing. It, oh. Wow. Wow. So, like, this... Like, the plot of this movie holds up to... Doesn't hold up to any scrutiny whatsoever. It really doesn't. And None. I'm not that... And I'm not good at scrutiny. Yes, you so are. This is, this is already Scru- okay. Scrutiny might as well be your middle name, Reed. Hey. And then they had that whole gladiator style oh, <laughs> music throughout the whole fucking movie. That, I don't know if that's John Woo or what that is, but that shit is awful. That's that, stupid. Like, that, that, that music sound, sound reminded me of like Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. I Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Specifically, the Temple of Doom, like when when the underground like tribe people who rip hearts out and shit. Yeah, yeah. I vaguely yeah. remember that movie, but that, that's what that's the kind of score that it reminded me of. Go go rewatch Gladiator. It's not as bad as you might think, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, it just didn't <laughs> fit the movie. Didn't fit the movie at all. Let's talk about Anthony Hopkins real quick. All right. Like. He is barely in that movie. He is barely in that movie. Uh, according to Wikipedia, his role in it is uncredited. What? Yeah, he's not even in the what credits. Is... Oh, okay. I was about to say clarify. What does uncredited mean? Okay. It, it literally means like he was in it and he played a part, but they didn't put his name in the credits. So like, apparently he got paid nothing. I, I, like, I was about to say, what does that really mean? Other no than to idea. say it's not visually shown, but. That's wild. And and according to Wikipedia, his character has never come back. No, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he does. So after, like, after, after seeing three, he's not in that. So. Like, how the hell are you gonna waste Anthony Hopkins? Right. Like, and he wasn't even that bad. He was. In fact, he was the best part. Of, like, legit, the best part of the movie. I don't know. Did you see Ving Rhames in it? I did see Ving Rhames. 
he escaped an explosion that should have killed him by all rights, and he didn't. So, <laughs> what was that line at the beginning? <coughs> oh God, let me see if I can find. You'll some have to narrow that down. I know, I know. It's it's a line spoken by Anthony Hopkins. Okay. Uh, this isn't mission difficult. Mr. This Hunt, isn't mission impossible. <laughs> yes. Difficult should be a walk in the park for you. <laughs> yes. Oh my God! And that shit was in the trailer. I've. Of all the things I remember about this movie, I remember that shit in the trailer. That's such a great line. It it is, and it's totally like appropriate for this yep. movie. Yep. As much as it tries to be dramatic and stupid, like that still totally works. Yeah. Ah. <sighs> okay. Big big finish. Big finish. Let's talk big about. Big finish. Let's talk about that motorcycle sequence. And the nineteen close-up shots they have. <laughs> Oh man, that that kind of killed me. They really did have like a close up on Ethan on motorcycle, close up on Andro- Ambrose on motorcycle, close up on Ethan on motorcycle, close up on Ambrose on motorcycle. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, technically speaking, it's a fantastically put together motorcycle sequence. I guess. Sure. You know, like the stunts were solid. You could tell that they actually used um, Tom Cruise for most of them. Mm-hmm. You know, there were there were stakes to, Where? to to the outcome. Oh, okay, not food. No, no, they're not actual, not food. Mm-hmm. But it, but like it hit me like this came out in two thousand. Mm-hmm. What what? It came out in two thousand. That style of action movie or action or action sequence will never happen again. Probably not. Like I'm sure there's another motorcycle. Thing like that in some other movie, but yeah, they don't really do them like that anymore. No, like, I mean, most of the actions in this movie they don't do like that anymore. Yeah, it's 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 like now it'll be much more over the top. Mm-hmm. There will be z- next to zero practical effects. That's probably true, and that that is that actually is sad. Yeah, practical effects really are very good. I, I really enjoy seeing the practical stuff, so it's. It, it, it'll be missed. Yes, yes, yeah. Scenes, scenes like that are 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 missing these days. So I kind of respect it in in that aspect. Uh yeah, sure. I'll, I'll respect it for that too. I'll, I'll give it that. I, I won't give it some of its dumb camera choices. <laughs> but you know, yeah, in in execution of action, sure, that's fine. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, and, and it went fight. on for, and it went on for so long, man. <clears throat> it really did, actually. Now that you say that, like it kind of reminds me of the freeway scene in uh in Matrix Reloaded. Oh just yeah. Just like in, in in length of shit happening, you yeah, know, in yeah, vehicles. Just too long. Just too long. Now, the uh, the fight scene was kind of dumb between the two of them. The the like actual fist fight scene. The fist fight scene. When, at when the end, that? so after, so oh, after, after they get that? off the motorcycles, they propel themselves at each other, and the motorcycles crash into each other. Amazingly, yeah. stupid. <laughs> and then they start fighting each other on the beach. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, and the gun gets like yeah, sand the, over it, and yeah, there's like two guns. Yeah, yeah and a knife. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude, I stuff <laughs> like this just bothers me so much. <laughs> there's a there's at a one scene. point. <laughs> 
Huh? Where, where there's a scene where Tom Cruise sees the gun cup being covered by sand and like thinks he can move faster than the speed of a bullet, <laughs> kicks the gun up to his hand. Oh yeah. <laughs> with know. a gun held on him. Yep. And he gets away with it. Yep, gets away with it because the you know, because the other guy's bad at his fucking job. Yeah, even though they both have the same job. Right. Because he's just the worst at the job. Like, yeah. it, it really is. And you're, it's funny you say that. I didn't even think of that as in the same way. I thought it was ridiculous, but I didn't even think about it like that. Like, he gets the shot off. He just misses. Yeah. And he doesn't hit her or him. No. Like, what are you... You're Like, I'd have been happier if the guy never got the gun, right? Or he was reaching, scrambling for it, and Ethan Hunt did what he did. And he was about to shoot it. And Ethan caught him, caught him first or something. Yeah, that would make more sense. But you're, oh my god, that just broke that scene for me. It, it completely broke that scene. <laughs> the, now the, the, the movie was broken way before that, so it it was. But that's dude, that's just a level of dumb directing. I didn't, I can't remember them doing like that's just that's just bad. Like that's just bad for his character, for Ambrose's character. It's all just dumb. It's like what. He already beat the villain. Let's make him incompetent and just bad at his fucking job now. Yeah. In this millisecond of time. I, well, and also just Ethan Hunt thinking that he can outrun. And sure. Someone's trigger finger. Sure, yeah. And we can, th- and then we can on, do that too. Yeah, on top of that, John Woo's need for that scene to be in the slowest motion as possible. Yeah. Cause, and you're right, Ethan Hunt's a dumbass because he thinks he can do what he does and gets away with it, like you said. Yeah. Like, the, in no universe should you think that that's going to work. <laughs> Kick the fucking gun out of the dirt. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. And even stuff before that that's a little bothersome, like Ambrose is, or Ethan Hunt's got Ambrose in a, uh, in like a in a back ch- in a chokehold from behind him, Ambrose picks up a rock and smacks him in the face with it. Yeah, and nothing on his face is fucked up from that. Like he has no cuts, no abrasions, no nothing. Nor does Ambrose keep the fucking rock. I don't think. Yeah, like and I, then, I, I, I think that whole scene would be like much better if they just leaned into the uh, they're both wearing masks thing. Oh my god. And, like, Stop. Ambrose hits him in the face with a rock, and he pulls his face off, and it's just Ambrose. And then Ambrose <laughs> pulls his face off, and it's Ethan. You know? And they're, like, wearing four layers of masks in that last scene. Yeah, and you gotta find out who actually lived, and they're dressed the same. Then, the, well, then, then at the end, he pulls, like, Ambrose pulls his mask off, and it's fucking Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> and somehow his body wasn't recognized. Like that was that's one grievance I've had with these masks a couple of times. Like, yes, you're telling me these masks do what they do. Are you really telling me that Ambrose is taller than Hunt? <laughs> what? The mask doesn't magically change your body. <laughs> everyone's taller, taller than bigger, everyone's smaller. taller than than Ethan Hunt. Sure, except for the fucking scientist, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Well, uh, well, that's it. That's Mission Impossible too. Mm. Mm. I'm, I'm like when when I put all this together and said, "Hey, Reed, let's watch these movies." This was the one I wanted you to watch. Oh, okay. 
because I knew it was bad, and I knew that you would relish talking about how bad it is. Yeah, it, it's, and there's still points I could make how it's just things are just fucking stupid. Oh. Well, I'm gonna leave you on this, and of course <sighs> we'll be back and we'll talk about Mission Impossible Three, uh, which I understand is a much better movie. I I don't know. Don't don't spoil it. Uh, I'll be watching it's, it this week. It's definitely better. Uh, but Mission Impossible 2 went on to be the highest grossing movie of the year 2000. <sighs> Alright. I guess next up is Mission Impossible 3. Enjoy. Yeah. Okay, so we're back. We um, we we watched Mission Impossible three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and, and I, I didn't I didn't think we were gonna make it through two. No. Nope. After, after watching that nightmare. <laughs> but but number three, number three. Hey man, this one uh, the trifecta. Yeah, it's from uh, what year was it? Two thousand six. Uh huh. Mi three. I'm gonna go ahead and get the Wikipedia page pulled up. Uh, directed by J J Abrams. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, after you after you told me that, I could see it. Yeah, there was like joy. There was joy in this movie. <laughs> there was some. There was some. It did not start off joyful though. Mm-hmm. Like not even a little. What bit. do you mean? <laughs> it started it's like the opening. The opening, the opening s- scene. What was the opening scene? The opening scene is him in front of his girlfriend or his wife. Yeah. Both of them handcuffed to a chair getting threatened by Philip Seymour Hoffman to die. Oh, you're right. That was the absolute opening scene. I've Like, not joyful. Yeah, right. It, <laughs> shit was stressful right up right up front. <laughs> yeah, they kind of took the casino route in a small way. Yeah. So, so, so obviously, they're basically flash-forwarding into a later scene in the movie, because they immediately pump the brakes on that and come back to Ethan having, like, a, what, a, a party at his house. Yeah, we're real domesticated. Yeah. It, yeah. Like, was this like his engagement party, or what? I don't know if they ever said specifically what that party was off the top of my head. I don't remember that. But it was, it was definitely a party with, like, his wife's sisters or friends. Yeah. Or something. And it was definitely part of it, I think. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think anybody called. I, 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 but I do think it did a really good job of humanizing uh, Tom Cruise. Yeah, like, do you mean that scene or the movie as a whole? That scene. That scene. Okay. Like th- that was the most human Ethan Hunt had looked in all three movies. Yeah, and and it is actually. I thought it was really funny when uh, Ethan Hunt is talking to. You probably don't know him, but the the guy from Heroes, who was the cop. Oh yeah, Heroes. yeah, 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 yeah. I know who you're talking about. Okay, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it was really neat. They they, I was surprised they kind of did this. It's just something interesting to hear 
he's telling that guy what he does for for a living for work mm-hmm. and he talks about all this kind of in a nerdy way he talks about like trafficking traffic patterns and yeah traffic patterns and really gets <laughs> into it for a second and he walks away and that guy says like nerd you know kind of gives that look or says it and the two women next to him are like yep I'd marry him mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like is that it is that what women want they just want you to be like your career they, they, yeah, they want you to be attractive, like Tom Cruise, and they want you to be uh-huh. stable, like his character supposedly was at that moment. I, I didn't take it. I mean, I guess it, it definitely is stability, for sure, but I, I felt like they took it as uh, he was just really into his work. Like, they weren't put off by him sounding like a nerd. They were impressed by it. Yeah. It was just interesting. Yeah, as I said, it's, it's such a such a human moment, and 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 and, and it's yeah. something that that J.J. Abrams is really good at. Like he he's mm-hmm. he's able to have light banter that is yeah. believable. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the key things that we got out of the scene was that his his fiance does not know that he's in the IMF. Right. Yeah, and he's he's not. It doesn't seem like he's in the field anymore. He's just teaching. Right. Like, she does not know what and, he actually uh, does. Even though he still does little things, and, and I wish that it had been really neat had they shown, like, one or two other things, but they show him, like, the sisters and his fiance are having a conversation, and he can, he's reading their lips. Yeah. And he's, and he steps in their conversation mm-hmm. and remarks on it, and they're like, how did, how did he know that? Yeah, and and like they kind of had to have that because he needed to li- read lips later in the movie. Mm. Yeah, it was it was very much a foreshadow. And that you know that's a okay foreshadow. But it, anyway, it is good. It's good. Yeah, it's, it sets yeah, up. It's 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 so good though. Like he's still on his game. Yeah, yeah. And 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 then you know he gets contacted. There's a apparently code for this message will self-destruct is <laughs> this message is going to vape because that's happened each time Holy. each time except for the, I guess the glasses exploded in John John Woo fashion but I mean the tape the tape disintegrated or set on fire in the first yeah, one yeah and then when John Voight was on the plane and then it happened again at the end of that movie mm-hmm and then in this one, it was a digital camera. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah what and, and what happened with that? Like, did they show? Yeah, yeah. It just it just disintegrated into smoke. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, okay. So he gets his 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 optional mission, uh, and it's to save what what one of his um one of his trainees. One, one of the agents uh-huh. he trained, but played by Carrie Russell. Yeah. Uh, who was apparently captured and blah, 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 blah. Hunt gets a team together. And, of course, the team has Ving Rhames. Mm-hmm. As, as it should. And and I'm not watching any more that don't have Ving Rhames. Oh, they so. all have Ving Rhames, so you're good. You're, you're, you're good. I don't, think, I don't think they did. Yeah, they, I didn't see him on the... Okay. No, he, yeah, he's all in right. all of them. I checked. All right. Um... Like he's the only thing keeping me going. He's, he's the linchpin. He really is. Like, what does Bing Rames do in this movie? L- How does he dress? <laughs> and didn't they comment on his what he was wearing at the beginning of it? I I don't remember in this. I one? think so. I don't recall. I can't. I, I can't. I, I know that it's come up twice 
that he's very dapper. Yes, yes, he always looks looking good, boy. Yeah. Uh, so a whole bunch of action sequences happen, as and as I said before, very grounded action action sequences. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, they were over the top, but believable. Yeah, but they're they're still in in a good realm of belief. I I would really in the next the next ones I want to look around at the action movies surrounding it and see if they're taking from these other action movies or if they're setting the tone themselves yeah. or doing something different, whatever. It's just interesting. That that kind of thing is just interesting to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 it, but it there was let's see there was this the scene where he has to save what's her name. Oh, dude, dude, oh, that line. The line in that fucking scene mm-hmm. when uh, him and Carrie Russell are trying to uh, escape, right? Okay. And they're, they're like, on the truck or whatever, on the helicopter? No, they're not on the helicopter yet. They're they're still in the building. Mm-hmm. And he checks his gun, and she says, how many shots you have? And he said, <laughs> enough. Yeah. And then <laughs> took one shot Shoots. and said, uh-huh. Now I'm out. Now I'm empty. Now I'm empty. Right. Oh. That's, that's pretty good. That's pre- that's pretty good. That's probably the badass moment of the, of the movie. Yeah. Off the top of my head, like that's that's actually really cool. Like it's Tom Cruise saying it, "fuck you," whatever, and it just kind of whatever because it's Tom Cruise saying it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's really good. It's a really good one. Really good badass agent line. Yes. yes. And. Uh, so it, it was it was him being a badass, which I hate that fucking word, but it's him being a badass without actually having to be one. Yeah, I mean, it really just came down to, like, I just need to make the shot, and that's it. Yeah. Like, we're we're going to be fine. And he's going to make it. We're, we're going to yeah, be fine. That's cool. Yeah. 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 All right. And Carrie Russell dies uh, because there's a thing pl- implanted in her brain or head or whatever. But she was trying to get mm-hmm. Ethan a message. Yeah. Um, we find out later that the message was that um, Lawrence Fishburne, who plays the head of the IMF, mm-hmm. is um, he's, he's, he's dirty. Yeah, he's a bad guy. Yeah. I, I definitely kind of hate that, and this is we're just going to go ahead and say that this is all spoilery. Sorry if you hadn't seen well, it. It's, the movie's 12 years old. I'm just saying. And we've been just spoiling all the movies so far, so. Yeah. Like, I, I like. I guess I get it, but I hate that they they intentionally make him a dick throughout the entire movie. Like, just outright a dick until the very end. Once you've already found out that it's the other guy, yeah, is that it's Ethan Hunt's friend, yeah, and then Lawrence Fishburne is not a dick like at all anymore. No, he, no, and it's he really was. just one scene. Well, he. he it, sure, it was just one scene, and it was after mission was accomplished. Right, and he wasn't a dick at all to him in that context. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I wonder, is that really the only way you could do that? Do you have to make him just be a dick to make him look like that what she said was right? I don't, I don't know. Like, what was, that, what was that scene where, was it Musgrave that uh, had ordered the, the thing? And then... Uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character was like, "Good job." Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so like it. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's consistent. Like, and if you're the head of the IMF, you kind of have to be a dick. Yeah, they and and then they kind of reinforced him being a dick 
when they've got Ethan Hunt laying on that table, like bound and gagged there, yeah, and he can't say anything back to him because he knows he's a bad guy, or in in that moment he thinks Lawrence Fishburne is the bad guy, so we're still to believe that too, yeah. So he's still acting like, like a dick, you know. And that, I think that is the same scene where he does compliment the other guy though too. So, yeah, I don't know. This I I just don't I, I hate. I've always kind of disliked seeing characters get made out to be assholes just to make them look like the bad guy because that's part of your plot, this, that, and the other. You know, not incriminating evidence, just make them be a dick. Yeah, yeah. And and, and, and it's weird because if you look at the first movie, like, the head of the... Was it the head of the IMF? Or no, just mm. no, just just an agent had, 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 had gone bad. And he was not yeah, a dick. Void yeah, had Void had bad. gone bad and it was not a dick at all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. And that—that's kind of period. Like he was never, he was the bad guy the whole movie. He was never a dick. And I'm not even saying he had to be a nice guy like he seemed. Just I don't know. It just seems like you're. That just seems very tropey to make your character an asshole to misdirect the audience, as opposed to giving them suspicious behavior. Yeah. Like why weren't you here? Why were you ever there? What are you doing? Those kind of questions. Yeah. And and and. Like, I didn't see it coming. I was like, oh, shit. You know, Fishburne is bad, you know? You're... Are, I, you, are, are I, you hitting mute or something? No, not that I know of. Okay. You, I guess you would cut out for a second there. Um, okay. But, yeah, like, I, I was tricked just because, you know, I don't try to... I don't try to trick the movie when I'm watching it. But... Mm. To... When... What was his name? Billy Crudup's, Crudup's character, the the guy who ends up being the bad guy. I thought that is that not Musgrave. The, yeah, Musgrave yeah, that's, yeah, that's Musgrave. Fishburne. Yeah, okay. like his intentions weren't to come out of the end of this as the bad guy. Mm-hmm. His intentions were to take over the IMF mm-hmm. from within by being the bad guy. Was that was that his goal? He was just trying to get Fishburne planted as the bad guy, and then he would. That was his goal. Yeah, that was, was yeah, it? that was his goal. Okay. So like, like honestly, that I don't I, I don't watch that many action movies or spy movies or anything, but to me that's unique because it's not like he's doing it to become rich or to become you know infamous. He's doing it to basically just get rid of his boss. Yeah, that, that's kind of. I think that's kind of not normal. Typically, it is because they're wanting the money or whatever. Um. But let's see how many masks. How many masks were? Dude, let's talk about the masks. <laughs> let's talk about the. We masks. got to see the mask get made. Did we see him get made? Yeah, dude. Do you not remember that scene at all? Like. I guess not. Like, it was when they were... For, at, the first time they were going after Philip Seymour Hoffman, and uh, Tom Cruise needed to look like Philip Seymour Hoffman, so they pulled out a blank mask, and dude scanned Philip Seymour Hoffman's face and then made a mask on the fly. Mm. Like, out of, like, a briefcase. It was cool. Okay, see, this is why I need to rewatch the movie yeah. in, in accordance... Were you like asleep? Like what happened? No, I just it was like a week ago, and just I don't remember every little thing. Oh, okay. 
And I made, for all I know, I didn't notice it either. Like, it was, I didn't really notice that that was what happened. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, yeah, that, that totally happened, you know? Okay. That's cool. It, yeah, it was really cool, especially since, you know, we've been through two movies where that's <clears throat> quite the plot, you know, quite the plot device. And we get to see yeah, it made, finished. we get to see it put on, we get to see the uh, how they, they program the voices and shit. Like, there was a lot of mm-hmm. showing how the IMF d- does what they do. We Yeah, we at least saw how they do it in the, how they could do it in the field. We still don't have a full science of it, or even a close science of this is how the masks work exactly, this is what we do. Right, right. Otherwise, but yeah, it's 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 the closest approximation as we're probably going to get. Yeah, yeah, it, it was it was just really cool. To, to, it was kind of it was really inside baseball. Just yeah, the, mm-hmm. it, it, it almost it yeah. almost makes Mission Impossible two make a little more sense. Yeah, um, when when you put it that way, it does. Not that that it helps make it. Yeah, not that that burden was on this movie. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, it was though to some to some degree, not really, but like in the shadows. We want to know how the fucking masks work. Stop being assholes. Yeah, yeah, and oh, and they made it very clear. It was very cool. Uh, let's mm-hmm. talk about Philip Seymour Hoffman. He did. I don't know how good he was per se, but he was. He's by far the best villain thus far. Yes. To me. Oh yes. And and he's actually very menacing, like very menacing compared to the like the other two are like bitches compared to him. Oh yes, he was very believable and very menacing is the right word. Yeah, like objectively, I'd still say he was very menacing, but he looks like fucking Satan compared to the other two. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, like it, it, we already knew that Philip Seymour Hoffman Hoffman could act. Mm-hmm. He was, he yeah. was fucking great in this movie. Let's let's talk about Ethan having to save his wife. Mm-hmm. Because, like, up until this point in the movie, I was still skeptical about whether or not I would find it good. Mm-hmm. It had a lot of good things. It had made me smile. It made me laugh. I was thrilled but they they mm-hmm. still had a real they had an uphill climb when the climax at the end of the movie came. Okay. And they f- where mm-hmm. yeah. keep going. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. This is this is after he escapes from um, Musgrave and is tracking the phone call using uh, Simon Pegg. Mm-hmm. Which seems so. You know, that was actually one of the few little issues I had with the movie that that kind of stood out to me was. Why did that guy help him? That guy literally risked his entire job to help him. You know, like if he contacted Luther in that same position, I'd understand, right? It makes sense. That guy doesn't owe him shit. That, like we've seen one interaction with that character, and they're friendly, but we don't know any any more history than that. Eh, yeah, but we have reason to believe that they have a history. <laughs> I guess. You know, like we we have. Uh, I I I've, I thought it was more of Simon Pegg as his character that is socially awkward. He's getting attention from one of the most decorated IMF people ever, and yeah. and he's he's being asked because he's the expert. 
I, I guess that's it. He's just he's so flattered he doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah. No, he'll do it. And and he even did it, you know, while <laughs> audibly saying, "Oh, this is bad. What am I doing? Why am I doing this? Okay, here's what you need, you know." <sighs> it just seems so weird. I don't know. It wasn't quite good enough to me. Because if you think about it, like, or, or, and I cannot give you an example, but I, I wish I could. Maybe I'll look into this for the next thing. There are probably other movies where you could flip this, right? Where the bad guy is Ethan Hunt is actually the bad guy yeah. and calls the same person and he would turn him in because he found him or something, right? Like, this seems very plot, maybe not plot devicey, but just very driven because the plot says to do it this way. It's possible. Where, you know, if you flipped it, it it wouldn't go this way at all. And it's simply just what they said, we want this to happen now. I actually respectfully disagree. Like, if you flipped it... Hold on, whoa, 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 whoa. Respectfully disagree? Oh, don't, oh I'll, I'll fucking edit it out if you mouth off. Oh, okay. <laughs> um... No, like, if it flipped and Ethan was actually the bad guy and he called in, Simon Pegg would absolutely help him because that would be... It would be the, the equivalent of social engineering. How do you mean? Like, basically, he would call in and Simon Pegg would act like he didn't know that Ethan Hunt was wanted. He would just... He would, he would be ignorant to it and would just help him. Oh, but so you're saying he's playing him? In that con, in that way, in that yes, version? yes. In that version, he, he was the actual bad Ethan guy. He would be playing him. It's like, oh well, I, I know he doesn't know who I am yet, so I'm gonna get him to give me what I need. And that's exactly how all other movies would have handled it. See, but I, I could, I, I'll have to look, just gonna have to look into it and give you, see if I can even find examples if what I'm saying is kind of right. Because I feel like if the audience knew. And that he was on a, everything was the same, right? The audience knew Ethan Hunt was the bad guy. They know he's, they're on a manhunt for him. That would not fly. That guy would not just think he's, you know, his agency just said Ethan Hunt's a bad guy. Find him. And he helps him yeah, anyway. But, and that, and all but he's a tech, yeah. he's like a technician. Why would he even need to know that top secret information? What do you, what do you mean? What, why would he need, not need to know that he's a bad yeah. guy? Why would he, why would his agency not yeah, tell him? Yeah, because, like, he's not a field officer. Because he's a tech, it's exactly because he is a tech guy, isn't it? So he can search for him, like, his goal is to find the bad guy, and the bad guy's Ethan Hunt. I don't know, man. I don't oh, know, man. I, I don't know either. Like, like I said, I'll, I'll look into it. Yeah. I'll try and look into it and give you a ex- better example of what yeah. I mean. It, it's, it's just an easier it's it's an easier direction to take that he plays Simon Pegg's character. Like that that is something that, that I've seen numerous times in movies. Hey man, help me with we'll this. We'll have a different discussion. Well, we'll we'll have to table yeah. that. Back to what I was saying. This scene where Ethan is is like running through whatever city they're in and he's using Simon mm-hmm. Pegg to get to where he's going. Like, turn left, turn right, take your second right. Like, <laughs> that shit was awesome. And then he finally gets <laughs> to, you know, where his wife is, kills all the dudes in there. All, all the dudes in there. Saves her. And then she's all like, what's going on? Blah, 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 blah. He's like, I'm going to explain everything. But I'm going to die unless you kill me. 
Yeah. Oh, good, good thing she's a nurse and you can kind of explain away that this is an extremely stressful situation. Yeah. And how is she able to deal with any of it properly? Yeah. Like, how does she learn to use a gun in the appropriate amount of time when he shows her that she's not freaking out like most characters do, especially women in a lot of movies? As soon as the characters hear a gunshot in the movie, ah! just everybody's screaming immediately and running. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was so. just the small, the, the small details I appreciated so much. So much. Like, him, before shocking himself gave her a quick tutorial on how to use a gun. Mm-hmm. No, and I appreciate that, too. I'm glad that they they did that instead of just letting her shoot the dude. Yeah, like, I, I thought of you when he was doing that. And I and I do appreciate that. I do. Like, I, I to be fair, did she only shoot, like, once, though? Uh, do what? Did she only shoot one bullet? No, 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 no. She shot... I think, it was more than that? Yeah, she shot the dude. It was, like, one or two dudes, but... When she killed, um, okay. uh, what's his name? Musgrave? What? Mm-hmm. She just shot and shot and shot. Like, she shot the whole clip at him. Mm-hmm. And I can appreciate the The point I was going to make, if she only shot, like, one bullet, then I would think it's unnecessary. Because she only shot one bullet. Why do you need to teach her how to use a gun? But, yeah, if she did more than... Anyway, it, that is a good detail, that they took a few seconds... To show him, teach her how to use a gun. Yeah, yeah, and and then when they and then when she uses it, she looks uncomfortable and looks like she doesn't know what she's doing. She's just trying to kill this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So like, I appreciated all of that. And then, uh, no, mm-hmm. go ahead. What you got? I this this is jumping way back. Okay. Actually, so if you want to stay on point for a second, we can stay on point. Okay, yeah, yeah. When, 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 after she brings him back to life, right? Mm-hmm. He jumps up, you know, just instinctively thinking, "I have to save the day," right? Mm-hmm. Gets up, looks around, sees <laughs> dead bodies, and he's like, "Did you do that?" Oh, pretty, pretty good job. That's pretty good. Uh, good job. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, it, was, it, was, it was just completely flipped, flipped it on its head. Ethan Hunt mm-hmm. has spent two movies being a badass with almost nothing bad happening to him and no one having yeah. to save him. That's kind of true. Like I think in the second one they kind of he he did have a lot of backup at the end of the second one on the motorcycle scene. Yeah. Cuz they were like shooting rockets or shit or doing whatever with the helicopter backing him up, giving him support. But yeah, either way like we really hadn't seen anything consequential happen to Ethan Hunt. Not really. Yeah. Yeah. And him him being able to pop up and just realize, holy shit, I didn't have to do this. Like I, this has been done already. Mm-hmm. And I, I like I appreciated that on a story level. I appreciated on a this is I don't like a women empowerment level. Mm-hmm. And I appreciated on a Tom Cruise level because. <laughs> Tom Cruise didn't have to have that happen. He could have been the guy who was like, nah, fuck you! Bang, 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 you're dead, you know? <laughs> to, to, the, uh, to give that to a secondary yeah. character is... That's fantastic. It was good. I, give, yeah, I can see that. I didn't really... I personally didn't take it that way. It was just all kind of like, okay, that's cool, she killed him. That's fine. <laughs> I just took it. That's what it is. That's all right. 
something dumb. Made sense. The... The, the the thing I was going to jump to, and this is something I just really thought of. I didn't think of it when I saw when the movie was when I was watching the movie. One kind of how these masks work is a little weird to me, but at the same time I get it, I guess. So when when uh, Ethan and his wife are handcuffed to the chair and she's got tape over her mouth, and when we find out later that it's his assistant, mm-hmm. right? It, it's What's his name? What's Philip Seymour Hoffman's character's name? So I don't have to say his uh, whole name. Davian. Davian. It's Davian's assistant from the gala or the or the party the other day. Mm-hmm. And so that was his way of getting you know getting rid of her. If she's in that situation, one why I even brought up the mask is like if there's tape over the mask mouth, like how does that work for her actual mouth? Whatever. But just ignore that, right? It's just it's normal. It fits. <laughs> that, that's it's, 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 it's canon after after Mission Impossible two. Sure, yeah, it's definitely canon. Um, but anyway, she's got the mask on and all, and he doesn't even doesn't know it. But if this girl knows she's not his wife, like why is she not flipping out more? Why is she not like shaking her head or or doing any number of other possible gestures? To say like, dude, no, this, this isn't. I'm I'm not your wife, bro. Just, no, 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 no. Like she's just sitting there moaning. <sighs> uh, I know that's that's a very read complaint. It it is. I'm not I'm not saying it's terrible. It doesn't detract from the movie. I understand. I accept that that's what they wanted, right? They want the audience to believe that this is his wife and all that. I, it's fine. I get it. I'm, I'm along for the ride. I think it's, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's, you're, oh my God. You're a special fucking movie watcher. You know that? Thank you. Because, like, that's, you, you, <laughs> you're going to get caught up on that, but not caught up on the fact that they skipped an entire action scene. What do you like mean? Halfway through the movie, when like after Ethan gets into the building that he was sliding down the side of and shit, like, oh yeah, like when he's trying to get out, yeah, when he's trying to get out of the skyscraper building, yeah, 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 like literally they skipped the entire scene, didn't show it at all, just show him just, escaping from the from the building. I mean, that's fine. What's wrong with that? It, I, no, Why there's nothing. I, I actually really liked that, but it seems like a much bigger thing to be like. No, you're just gonna shove that under the rug. Well, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, th- this is such a good fucking movie, man. Like, it's tremendously better than the other two. Like without just, question. It's so good. Like, two, two, two more things I want to talk about. One, real small. After everything is is done, and. Ethan and his wife are walking out and he's trying to explain what he who he works for and he's all like mm-hmm. I'm part of an agency called IMF mm-hmm. and she's like what's that stand for <laughs> he's like impossible mission force or impossible mission missions force yeah. and she just laughs and says shut up <laughs> yeah 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 that is really good like that's really good character Banter, yeah, between or just reactions like "shut up," that's a, you're full of shit. Like, it, that's pretty. That was pretty funny. It took three movies for them to point out how fucking stupid the name "Impossible Missions Force" is. Impossible Missions Force, dude. What a fucking fucking stupid bunch of 
Toad. So fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, but it took J.J. Abrams to actually do that right. Yeah. Uh, the last th- and, and that was good. Yeah, yeah, the last thing. I want to talk about the MacGuffin. The MacGuffin's the thing that everybody's after, right? Yeah. That's the, the crux of the movie, quote-unquote. Yeah, the, um... The, the, the little, basically... Or the plot driver. The, the little... <laughs> it, it, it was basically a canister that had a radioactive logo on it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what even happened with that? Did they... We got it back. IMF gets it back, I, right? IMF gets it back, and at the end, Ethan's like, hey, Lawrence Fishburne, what is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Lawrence Fishburne's like, well, I'll tell you if you promise not to leave. Oh, uh, yeah. That's right. And then he leaves it's for his honeymoon. Lawrence Fishburne was so nice. He was so nice. Like, the entire movie is built around an item that we never get an explanation on. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it, it is the most MacGuffin-y thing. Of, it's, it's almost like it's making fun of the word MacGuffin. Like, do we even know at any point in the movie what it does? No. Nothing. That was probably my, my favorite part, was the fact that we didn't find out what it was. They they kind of did that in Pulp Fiction too, didn't they? Like the MacGuffin was the briefcase, and we never find out what's in it or why it's important or anything, right? Yeah, because ultimately it's not important. Mm-hmm. What's important is what is happening to Ethan Hunt. Yeah, the journey. The journey is what this movie is about, and us not finding out what the journey was 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 working towards is fucking wonderful, man. So when when is Mission Impossible four and five? Mission Impossible, yeah. When's four? When did it originally uh, come out? Four. Shit. And then five. Um, I think it was two thousand nine. Let me check. Yeah. Th- no, twenty eleven. So five years later, Ghost Protocol comes out. And that's four. Yeah, yeah. That's that's four. Five is Rogue Nation. Rogue, Rogue Nation was four years later, so they're kind of taking their time between these. So that was 2011, 2015, yeah. no, 2018 for this yeah, one. Yeah, so, so oh, they're, they're, the yeah, they're shortening the time span now that they see they can make money as long as Tom Cruise looks 55. <laughs> so he, he was 44 in MI3, then he was... 49 and MI4. Like, that's just interesting to yeah. chronicle his age through. Remember, he's old. Yeah. Well, th- that does it for Mission Impossible 3. We're halfway Ooh. home, bro. We did it. We're, we're so close. Halfway to home. home. Uh, what's going to happen is I'm going to post this episode as part one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... It probably won't go up until early next month. We're going to watch 4 or 5 uh, before the release of 6. We'll watch 6 mm-hmm. probably together. We'll record 6 and then we'll release part 2 that following week. So wait, 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 wait. I feel like I missed just missed something. So what would be part 2? Part 2 would four, five, four, five, six? And 6. Oh, okay. And, oh, okay, okay. Part 1 is 1, 2, 3. Yeah, okay. yeah. Gotcha. 
So I, cool. I, I hope everyone enjoyed us talking about two bad movies and one really, really good movie. Is it really good by comparison, or is it really good it's, anyway? It's hard to tell. Like, I think it's good anyway. I, I'd say it's pretty good. Yeah, I'd say it's pretty good. Like, I'd have to see all the other action movies around its time to compare it properly, but I think it's still good no matter what. It definitely wasn't bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, like, I have very few negative things to say about this movie. Yeah, same. I don't really have anything. Nothing negative that matters. Yeah. So, 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 I guess check us out next time where we talk about yeah. more Mission Impossible. We'll tune in next time. Uh, thank you for listening to Reality Breached. That's Reed Walker. I'm Sergio Lugo. Uh, and catch us next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Reality Breached. Don't forget to check out our other podcasts, the Black Pocket Podcast and the Reality Breached Local Spotlight, all available on realitybreached.com.